This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Today on episode number 310 of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, we're going to talk about surviving the holidays, and I've got two new fitness apps that you might want to check out. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past, and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to do to die it thin. Not till you lie thin. I won't qualify thin. But I realize I guess I'll have to exercise. All right, welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Jackson, from the School of Podcasting. Dot com. If you're new to the show, I'm not a trainer. I'm not a doctor. I'm just a dude like you or a dudette trying to lose some weight. And, um, you know, I did good this year, lost 30 pounds. And over the past couple of weeks have gained about three to five back. And how I lost in the first place was always getting a lot of sleep, at least seven hours, drinking 80 ounces of water and then really watching my food. And what's kind of weird is it's not like I've fallen off the wagon. Uh, I have now this past weekend, I traveled to D.C. and did not eat the best food in the world. But that's the thing to me. When you are close to your goal weight, it seems like you are on a ledge much higher than you used to be. And what I mean by that is any slip is a bad, you know, watch that step. It's a Lulu kind of thing. And so I came back home, stood on the scale, and was like, really? 196 yesterday. Now, today I'm down to 195, head in the right direction. But at one point, I was knocking on the door at 180-something. And I was like, all right. So first of all, it's one of those things that there's there's a point where you go, well, it's just I had a bad day. It'll go down tomorrow. And then when you have a couple days and you're you're going the wrong way consistently, you are now setting a trend. And that's when I was like, all right, I need to do something different. So I've been waking up a half hour early and just getting on the treadmill. I eat my breakfast, drink a glass of water, hit the treadmill just to kind of go, hey, uh, metabolism, wake up. Let's get going. We got some work to do. The other thing I've been doing is I have my red thingy, the Fit 60, Rip 60 system. This is uh, one of those uh, gravity trainers. Threw it on the door. I'm like, that's not doing any good on the floor. And so every now and then I just go over and do a couple curls, do a little push-ups and sit-ups. Love that thing. It's kind of weird that uh, if you if you weren't around when I reviewed that, it requires a door that pulls shut to to hang this thing on. Well, every other door in my apartment, uh, you push open, not not not. Uh, and so it's kind of weird the way this works. So I end up kind of exercising in the hallway. 
and I, I throw it on the bathroom door. So I am now the other thing that's happened. Those are the things I do. But the other thing that I found that has happened is I quit saying no to stuff. And when I get overwhelmed with work, that's where, and this is, it's, it's the food that's killing me. It's, and it's not bad food. I'm not eating potato chips and burgers, but I'm eating extra pears. I'm eating extra apples. I'm eating, you know, a protein bar, uh, you know, things like that. It's the food because I'm a little like, and, and, it, and here's the weirdest thing. You ready for this? I do another podcast called The Messengers. You can find it at the Messengers Doc. D-O-C, themessengersdoc.com slash podcast. And it got really good reviews. And the, what would you call it? The pressure of success. Everybody's like, I'm waiting for the next episode to where it kind of freaked me out. Because like, yeah, this is like one of the best podcasts I've ever heard. I'm like, ooh, that's kind of a little different story. And so I would do all sorts of weird stuff to avoid coming up and producing it. And uh, a lot of times that meant going down to the refrigerator and just grabbing another four grapes. Well, if you do that five or six times in an evening, you've eaten another three or four cups of grapes. And I'm sorry, they're still calories. So that is something I, I had to reverse engineer myself and go, why? Why am I avoiding this? And it's because uh, it's weird. People really like it, and I'm somewhat stressed out trying to meet their expectations. And that's where you have to kind of go, look, I'm going to do the best I can do, and they'll either like it or they won't like it. So that's, that's I think, part of what my problem is. But like I say, I had to do something differently. So I'm getting up earlier, I'm exercising a little more, trying to work in some weights, and just real, and I'm documenting everything in my phone. This podcast is part of the Power of Podcasting Network. Find it at powerofpodcasting.com. Changing the world, one download at a time. All right, well, guess what? I went into Walmart, and there was a sign. It hit me right in the face. It just, it said 48 days to Christmas. And I was like, dang, seriously? So here are some things we can... And depending on what you read, some people say, you know, Americans gain five to 10 pounds over the holidays. Well, there's a new study that says, ah, not so quick, but we do gain one to two pounds. And uh, so here's some, some things you can do. Number one, this is because there's going to be so many things coming in. Aunt Hilda's coming in, Cousin Kevin, all these things that you, it's a, a very limited time that you can do this. And so you push things aside. You want to schedule any kind of exercising into your calendar. So instead of saying, I'm going to try to work out this week, put it on the calendar, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 30 minutes each. If time is lacking to adapt your workout, uh, you know, but at least it's there. So, and then you can say, hey, wait, I'm, I'm kind of busy on Wednesday. Can we do it Thursday or Tuesday? Don't just give it up instantly. And then set a goal that you can accomplish in 90 days. And you're like, what? Why would you want to set a goal now? And it says, uh, and why 90 days? There's a woman named Sarah Ann Kelly. She's um, with a, a company called Mom Trainer. 
recommends this time frame because it allows for big accomplishments. Your goal might be to lose 10 pounds, to finish that five, that first 5K, or to log 60 days of exercise, or whatever your objective is that keeps you motivated, and then maybe just a little scared. So maybe it's mine to get down to my goal weight, which is like 185. Uh, having a concrete goal in mind is likely to increase your chances of sticking to the plan, they say. So we've talked about this before, specific goals. And what is a goal? You know, we, we talked about it. it has to be measurable, has to be obtainable, right? Something that, that you can understand the why of it. But basically set a goal that you can accomplish in 90 days. And then number three, find a buddy. Uh, I have a, uh, I was kind of bummed. I actually recorded an episode and the computer ate it. And I've got to go back and find my notes. But there are a couple new apps out. And one of them is it helps you find an exercise buddy. And the other one helps you find your Fitbit. In fact, I'm going to try to look that up uh, before this show is over. But uh, when you have a workout buddy, you will be much more likely to show up at the gym or fitness class or whatever it is you're doing. Uh, choose someone who's stronger than you are during the holidays, says a uh, fitness trainer here. Uh, set a specific schedule for when you'll check in with them. And by partnering with someone who is committed to their own goals, you have more motivation to stay the course. We've talked about this in the past. So start a search for a buddy who shares your interest and goals and get them set up and say, this is what we're going to do over the holidays. Number four, get into a routine. And we mean like, you know, uh, yesterday. If you adopt healthier habits now, before the holidays officially get here, then there'll be old habit when the holidays roll around. And design some sort of regimen that, that fits your lifestyle and that you can adhere to all winter long. And an example might be, if you already know it will be difficult to fit an exercise at the end of a long, you know, errand-filled day or squeeze, you know, then basically, what if you squeeze in a few mini sessions throughout the day? That's kind of what I'm doing. I'm just every now and then going over and lifting some weights. Um, if you get into a group before the holidays, it'll be easier to maintain your fitness schedule when the holiday commitments uh, threaten to take them over. Right? It's the law of inertia. The um, Once you get something going, it's easier to keep it going. And so when you form a habit, you know, that can take some time. So the earlier you, you start, the more likely your good habits will be in motion by the time Thanksgiving rolls around. Number five, tackle a challenge. And this is very similar to what they talked about before with, uh, you know, the 90-day thing. But it's uh, it says exercise for its own sake. You know, maybe doable when it's warm on a sunny day, but that first cold, dark morning, you know, comes along. And especially cold mornings, I don't know about you, there's nothing better than being under warm blankets when it's cold outside. You just you just want to stay there all day. So to combat this, um, commit, they say, to a race or fitness event scheduled for sometime between December and February. So if you're a runner, find a 2K run or something like that, something that's going to keep you focused, knowing that I've got some work to do if I'm going to participate this. Uh, try a new class with friends. Sign up for a seasonal sport or talk to your to your trainer if you have one about incorporating new moves into your program, but basically find a way to challenge yourself, which to me, as I look at this article, this is on uh, spark people. I've got a couple notes from a couple different websites here. Um, here's one. Instead of gaining weight, how about lifting weight? 
you know, we've said before that when you have more muscle, uh, you burn more fat, you burn more calories. So when you lift weight, it increases your muscle mass, it reduces fat. And while cardio exercises only reduce fat, so the more muscles you have, the more calories you're going to burn. So, you know, maybe you can do that, start lifting some weights. And that's what I've started doing. Number seven, change your food mindset. So this is kind of getting into the nutrition side of this. Uh, Have you ever sat down at Thanksgiving dinner or walked into a Christmas party and been overwhelmed by the insane spread that went on for like four tables? And oh, yeah, that card table over there, too. You know, with such an insane amount of options, it's easy to feel overwhelmed or perhaps even pressured to consume your share and maybe a little more. And so some things that you can do for this, you know, unique kind of situation They say adopt an abundance mindset around food rather than the scarcity mindset, which means realizing that food will always be around and available. And that is true during the holidays. As you're filling your plate, remind yourself that the succulent Thanksgiving turkey, the holiday cookies, the mashed potatoes will be at the grocery store year round. So I know it's like it's a one-time thing. This is the only time I can eat, you know, ham or or yams. No, actually, they're in the grocery store all year round. So there's no need to overeat them. So keep that in mind. Don't punish your stomach as number eight for your mouth's mistakes. When you've exceeded your turkey quota or you've succumbed to too much sangria on New Year's Eve, your first impulse might be to put, a you know, some sort of moratorium on eating in general. But skipping meals could actually bring your progress to a screeching halt. You know, it says make sure you're consistently eating three meals per day with one or two snacks. I eat basically two snacks, three meals a day, actually three snacks. Sometimes I eat a a healthy snack at night. So keep that in mind. Uh, The problem is when you starve yourself, when you feel so hungry, you're going to eat whatever is in front of you, including your arm in some cases. So it's really hard to make smart choices when you're starving yourself. So keep that in your in mind. Uh, and when in doubt, number nine, call for backup when you need it. If you simply don't trust yourself to bypass the tons of tem- temptations, you know, consider working with a dietitian or nutritionist to get through the next month. Sometimes you're like, look, I just need some help. Uh, we talked about in a couple episodes ago, there's that cool canister that you can lock up and only have it open for a certain period of time. I've actually thought about those. I have these protein bars that are really good. And the problem is they're really good. They're like yummy. And there are days when I'm supposed to eat one of those, maybe two, and I'm slamming three. Again, it's the food is my problem. So a lot of people feel just because they overindulged, you know, at the holiday party or whatever, that everything has gone out the window and they're just going to restart in January, right? You have a bad day. On November 18th, you're like, ah, screw it. Next six weeks, I'm going to eat whatever I want. Realize that it's just, it's mainly the food. And the more you eat, the more you're going to have to lose. So then this is where I always use, I, I credit Jillian Michaels for this. It may not be her, but if you have a flat tire, you don't get out and stab the other three. So keep that in mind. And set some snacking boundary, boundaries. Um, let's see here. Treats from home, theme snacks, sugary snacks, anything that's disguised is all natural or healthy. Uh, some of these are just not. So again, set some boundaries. Um, 
avoid making, you know, if you, we said this at Halloween. If you don't make holiday cookies, you don't have to eat them. So don't even buy the mix. If you don't have the mix, then you're not tempted to make them. If you don't make them, then you're not tempted to eat them. And instead, get different kind of snacks, apples, oranges, pears, whatever's around. Embrace food-free celebrations. Now, this is hard to do in America because it's like, hey, it's the third Tuesday of the month. It's time for cake. But in our culture, food and fun are basically linked. It's hard to imagine a holiday party without some sort of food. Can you imagine? No. And if there's no food, then there's drinks. So what's Thanksgiving without pumpkin pie or New Year's without some sort of booze? So this year, buck the trend by finding fun activities that don't involve feasting. And I got two words for you for that, uh, or actually four. Uh, Good luck with that. I love these articles. Yeah, try to find a party where nobody's eating or drinking. What is that called? An orgy? I don't know. It's weird. Because, I mean, I'm just saying. Uh, Number 12. Come prepared to parties. We've talked about this in the past. Basically, eat before you go to a party. It's not a good idea to go to the grocery store hungry. It's really stupid to go to a holiday party. We're going to walk in and go, look, it's a bunch of nutmeg and chocolate-covered chocolate with peanuts and whipped cream and sugar on a stick, right? So if you're going to a party, be smart, eat something ahead of time, and then maybe even bring something healthy. Bring the, the veggie plate so you can do that. And then number 13, this is where, because I've been doing this, I'm like, you know what, this isn't a fluke. This is a trend. And that is track your progress because... I was able to look at my progress and it was down, 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 down. Now it's not always super. It's nice, you know, it's down, 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 up, down, 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 up, down, 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 up, 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 down, down, down. It's not a perfect line. But I now have a trend line that's going up, 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 up. And I'm like, oh, hold on. And this allows you to basically help you catch any weight gain early. And I knew it was early a couple weeks ago. And then when I went out of town, I'm like, eh. Like for lunch, I had no choice. They brought in pizza. Now, I ate one piece, not four, but I was kind of like, and I was at a a place where I couldn't pack my lunch. I was out of town. You don't kill yourself. Just like, all right, get back on your track. So these strategies are going to help you minimize your weight gain, but try not to get discouraged if a few extra pounds sneak in. But also don't take that whole, well, the one report said we all gain a pound or so, so I'm just being like everybody else. No, try to be not like everybody else. You'll thank yourself for it come January, you know, and realize that if your body isn't the way you want it, only you can make it better. So stay strong, make the necessary changes to reverse things before they get out of control. One of the things that I'm going to be trying to do is go to bed. I have found that when I stay up late, I am tempted to uh, to eat bad. Not Again, not bad stuff, but that's why I go back to the, you know, I'm eating fruit at... at night. I should just go to bed. So those are some tips for dealing with the holidays. Yeah, I mentioned a a couple new apps I was getting ready to check out. One, it looks like Buddy, but they changed the U with a V. So it's Bvdi. Yeah. And uh, you have to go to boofd.com simply so you can watch all the young fit people exercising. Now, I love the idea of this 
the idea of this is you you put it in, you find people that want to play tennis or want to go skateboarding or ride or play soccer or whatever it is. My favorite is when you have all these young, like 27 to 32-year-old guys in their business ties, and they're all riding what I would say are fairly dorky bikes. I'm just like, yeah, and they got the music and everyone's hugging and playing volleyball. It's just like, yeah, okay, got it. Um, It seems to be a free app. I'm sure there's some sort of in-purchase thing. But if you're looking for some, I would, I want to download this and see if there's anybody in my area that wants to play ping pong. I used to, are you ready for this? You are talking to the man that was second, doggone it, Tony Jaber in the Ellett High School Ping Pong Championship. And I had him beat, and he came back and beat me. But uh, I would like to find somebody to play ping pong. I have a friend of mine that has a table. We're going to start doing that. But uh, if you're looking for uh, an exercise buddy, we talked about that today, Bvdi might be a good uh, place to uh, to start. And the last little app I thought I would uh, talk about is Find My Fitbit Tracker. I actually switched and got the Fitbit that's kind of a watch thing. I think it's called the Blaze and a little pricey, but I like it. But I, the, one of the reasons was I had the little Fitbit that clipped to your pants, not the little one, the size of your thumb, but it was basically the size of your pinky finger. And it was really cool. And, um, but I was constantly losing it because I kept, I, my favorite color is black. One of my favorite colors. And so consequently everything blends into everything. And so what this does, Find My Fitbit Tracker could find your lost spot, lost Fitbit quickly before its battery runs out. And what it does is it shows the Bluetooth signal from the Fitbit when you move around. Usually the signals are stronger when your iPhone is moving near the Fitbit. So it's almost like a little geocaching exercise. If your Fitbit device uh, may be in several rooms, check the signal in each room. The room with the strongest signal is most likely the location. And the one I'm looking at is a dollar ninety nine. There's another one that I don't think there's anything besides the fact that it looks um, better is five ninety nine. I put a link to these out in the show notes again. And uh, everything today is going to be at logicalloss.com/three ten. This one has five stars, more than thirty thousand downloads, and thousands of reviews. Don't waste your money on inferior copies. Lost your Fitbit? Don't go buy a new one. Download the app and save yourself time and money. You can get a full refund if the app does not find your your Fitbit. You have nothing to lose, um, which is kind of interesting because it is $5.99, which isn't, I mean, that's what, the the price of a Starbucks? But uh, on the other hand, um, you know, $5 to save you from having to go buy another Fitbit is... uh, definitely worth it. So I'll put links to these out in the show notes, logicalloss.com slash 310. I want to thank everybody who's been going to logicalloss.com slash support. If you go there, use the Amazon link, especially as you're getting ready to start buying holiday stuff, logicalloss.com slash Amazon. I'm sorry, logicalloss.com slash support. Click on the Amazon banner. It doesn't cost you a dime more. And we get a little bit of a finder's fee, and it is greatly appreciated. It helps keep the light on there. If you're like, Dave, I'm not going to be shopping, well, then consider clicking on the Donate button. That is also very helpful. If you like the show, 
Go to LogicalLoss.com slash iTunes and subscribe and never miss another episode. I'm hoping to get these out a little more frequently. I know I've been gone a little bit. Life's been kind of crazy. But uh, it's time to hunker down as we get ready for the holiday season. So I leave you with my favorite quote, and that is, Why are you choosing failure when success is definitely still an option? Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you again real soon with another episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. Take care. And God bless. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free in iTunes by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to Dave at LogicalLoss.com or call in your comments toll free 888-563-3228. You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is LogicalLoss.com. Our theme music is courtesy of SkinnySongs.com. Thanks again for listening. You know, they say knowledge is power. Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. You can do this. Live right. Lose weight. Live long. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to do to die it thin. Not till you lie. I guess I'll have to exercise